Welcome to the Double Think Discussions podcast. Today we're talking about Chapter 2 of 1984. My name is Ben Tuplitz, and with me is my amazing host, Abby Feather. Abby, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Ben? Doing well. Also with me is uh, uh, the other host, Kelsey McFarland. Kelsey, if you could um, describe 1984 in three words, what would they be? Three words. Um, in my opinion, confusing, um, unique, and one more. Uh, <laughs> like mysterious or something. Yeah, like mysterious. Or a dictatorship. Lots of like Hitlerish vibes. Yeah. Okay, so today we're talking about chapter two of 1984, like I just said. Yes. So does anyone want to briefly explain what overall happens in the chapter? Not like specifics, but just overall. Uh, Abby, do you want to do that? Sure, I guess I'll do that. So, okay, chapter two. So, okay, so it starts with like, well, the end of chapter one was like Winston wrote down like down with Big Brother over and over again. So that's where it begins for chapter two. And so he, he just wrote that down and then he hears a knock on the door and the knock on the door. He th- like he doesn't know who it is. So when he opens the door, it, he um, it's his neighbors, the Parsons family. Yes. And then so um, the mom, Mrs. Parsons, asked um winston to fix the like the pipes or whatever like yeah something's leaking. yeah something like that yeah and then so he goes over to his neighbor's house and while he's there he's fixing the pipes and like their children <laughs> they um they like pretend like they're spies oh not not that they're spies that they're like um catching spies catching like eurasian spies mm-hmm. and so, the, so they accuse winston of that but we'll we'll get into that later um and then so after that um what happens after that after that he basically like goes home and he dreams about like o'brien and stuff oh yeah o'brien yeah. so they that's what ha- chemistry mm-hmm. so that's the basics of what happened So I think the first thing we should start talking about is when Winston repeatedly writes down with Big Brother. And that does happen at the end of the first chapter, but it's how the second chapter starts. And Kelsey, do you want to talk about how that's thought crime? Um, I think it's like thought crime. And I think, and obviously he knows that it's thought crime because at the end, he's, he says, like, doc, like what he said, he's already a dead man, and oh, that yeah, he wrote, he's he good. wrote the message. Yeah. He wrote the message to, like, the so future generation. Yeah, or past people, yeah. And um, that, what he's doing with Down with Big Brother is obviously a thought crime, because it's, like, against the party and against Big Brother, like, overall, and yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing to add is, like, with thought crime, it's, like, it's like thinking against Big Brother as well. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. 
they'll like it's like a way to scare them from even like even thinking about going against the party and yeah. big brother yeah okay so in this chapter we were introduced to the parson family who is um winston's next door neighbors so abby could you like um do descriptions of just mrs parsons mrs parsons yeah um what about miss parsons like like she how she's scared of her kids and stuff oh okay you want me to talk about the children yeah just talk i can talk about the children i like found this really interesting so like um when winston like went over there to fix the pipes or whatever um mrs parsons children come out and they're like they're like pretending to be um part of the party or big brother like for big brother um and they're pretending to like catch eurasian spies and like thought criminals and they accuse winston of being a thought criminal and a spy and um like it also talks about how like children like winston says like how children nowadays like their parents are afraid of them and because they're part of um what is it the youth league yeah i think that's what it's called yeah and so like that really reminded me um of hitler youth and i did like a um research paper on hitler youth in eighth grade and so what hitler youth was it was like during like when hitler was the dictator and like world war ii and stuff um the children were a big part of like the armies and stuff so um like the children from like I don't know, like 10 years old or like younger than that, they would be brainwashed. And instead of going to school, they would be taught how to kill and they'd be taught like, and they would be put into armies and taught how to kill and like, and they were brainwashed. So, um, and like, so that really built up like um, the Nazi party and like really strengthened like their dictatorship and their armies because they took like the kids from a really young age. And so like, like brainwash them so like then they wouldn't go against the party or not the party um well Hitler so um that really reminded me of Hitler youth because it's like basically the same thing yeah and I think something to add to that um that ties into our research paper is that um they're basically shaping the children's identity for them because I like most people they start to form their identity when they're a child but by by making them loyal to the party at such a young age the party is shaping their identity rather than having the children figure out who they are Mm -hmm. and what their identity is and like Winston also mentions how like they idolize the party and stuff like that so yeah and I think Mrs. Parsons is more is afraid of her children because she sees that they are more loyal to the party than they are to their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The party's approval is more important to their family. And this skipping ahead a bit, but in a later chapter, Pars- Mr. Parsons explains that like his daughter turned in someone and how proud of uh, how proud of her he was. And I think oh yeah. I think he's just like further um, incentivizing his children to be these loyalists to the party 
Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously- blindly loyal. Like yeah. blindly loyal and stuff. Okay. So at the end of the chapter, Winston remembers a dream and he there was a voice in the dream and now he's now thinking that that's O'Brien's voice. Um, he's not really sure if O'Brien is a ally or a enemy to him, um, but at the two minutes hate, and this was in chapter one, correct? Yeah. At the two minutes hate, they like shared a look and he could tell that he wasn't like loving the two minutes hate and he isn't blindly loyal to the party. And I thought that was interesting that his dreams are starting to become with O'Brien's voice. And he's the only one that like has shown to be not fully with the party other than Winston. Yeah. So Kelsey, what do you think that like him dreaming about O'Brien could foreshadow for the future? Do you think they could team up and start a rebellion? Like what kind of- Yeah, that's what like I thought. Cause I was thinking about like Fahrenheit and stuff and thinking about um, Montag and Faber. And I think that's like, I think personally that's gonna like happen the same way. I think that like Winston like hate him at first but as like the chapters like in the book like goes on, I feel like they're gonna like team up to take down Big Brother, I hope. Yeah, I'm seeing like a rebellion. I'm seeing yeah. <laughs> yes. like I don't know the path we're taking to get to the rebellion, but I'm seeing them come together and doing something. And I think at the end of the book, either Big Brother and the party won't be in control or they're gonna be dead. Paper. I think those are our options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's one or the other. Yeah. Um, Abby, do you have anything that you think um, his dream about O'Brien could foreshadow? Uh, no, I just think it, like, solidifies that, like, O'Brien and him, they're going to have some, like, history in the future. They're going to – something's going to happen between them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, so another thing – that happened in this was we learned that when good news or when bad news comes out like good news comes out as well oh yeah like they announced the party announced that the chocolate ration was going down even though they said it was going up so basically they had a chocolate ration Mm -hmm. it went from 30 like pieces of chocolate or whatever to 20 but they said it went like from like 10 to 20. So they were lying to them. But then also they said, oh, like we're winning this battle in like, I think it was Malabar. Um, the Eurasian army, like they defeated the Eurasian army. They're like, Yeah, so I thought that was really interesting because they're basically, they want them to be pleased at all times. They don't want the citizens to ever not be happy with the party. Yeah. Because that could lead to, like, resentment against Big Brother or the party. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, like, they're trying to create a scale where, like, the Big, where Big Brother and the party, they're never looked negatively. They're never looked Mm -hmm. horribly. Um, So, yeah. Um, Another thing to talk about is the party slogans. Um, Kelsey, do you want to read the party slogans? Sure. Um, 
Okay, the party slogans is... Sorry. Okay. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. And I think something interesting about the party slogans is that they're all opposites. They're all oxymorons. Yeah, they're all yeah. not true, to be honest. Yeah, like yeah, that's like the first like... thing I like thought. Yeah. And so Kelsey, do you want to talk about like why you think the party might be having these slogans or why they are like these false slogans that just aren't true um i really don't know i was confused on like why would they do that in the first place but i think it goes back to like double think and how they're i don't know it's it's been confusing for me i've still been trying to figure out like why they're trying to do that i don't know if there's like a thing they're trying to do with the citizens like the proles i don't know yeah, yeah I, I don't i don't really know what it um like why they're saying it but like it reminds me of like di- like it's very dictatorship vibes like that I get from it. it's like because like that I remember it's like that's like similar to like what Hitler and Stalin did so yeah yeah and I think I, it's ooh, sorry no no so what you were gonna say and I feel like like big brother and like the party in general is like I think trying to like manipulate like them in some way yeah definitely yeah yeah, and I think... No, oh, yeah, because also... um, Sorry, Ben. But no, 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 go, go. I remember they had, like, this slogan on everything. Like, so they were really trying to get that slogan across because they had it, like, on everything. They, they had it on, like, coins, stamps, banners, posters. Like, they had them everywhere. Yeah, and it's, like, not just, like, those slogans. It's, like, the same thing with, like, the ministries. Like, they're, like, they're, um, what's it called? oxymorons like oxymorons like some kind of like ministry of love like talks about like law and torture people and stuff yeah torture and then like ministry of truth is basically full of lies because like well i'm not going to get to that because that's the next chapter but yeah yeah i think that's they really do want to basically just manipulate their people and i think because they're in this dictatorship that's all they know all they know is that war is peace that freedom is slavery and yeah they're always they're like they're brainwashed to believe that right and i feel like we hear a lot about these battles that oceana is in which is the country that 1984 takes place in and we're hearing oh they just defeated the eurasian army and they're probably thinking oh this is really good because war is peace this will mm-hmm. this will right. this war will end in peace between us and these other countries yeah and i think like big brother is like trying to like control like their thought process like and like their the way their ability to think because if they think like against the party then that's thought crime and then they're going to be executed or vaporized yeah so then for freedom is slavery i think they're basically trying to say like you're you can't be free to like think on your own or do your own because that's actually slavery, which is like obviously not true. But yeah, that's, that's not true. Right. It's like freedom is bad and you don't want that. You don't want slavery. Slavery is bad. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. trying to equate the two when they're opposites. Yeah. And then the last one, ignorance is strength. 
Well, basically, they just want everyone to be ignorant, not yeah. really think and just go. With so they don't revolt. Party. And so they don't like, like realize, oh, wait, you guys aren't helping us at all. Like, yeah. And like what they're doing is like really, really bad. Yeah. Really controlling, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're literally just ignoring it. They're just like being ignorant, just ignoring it instead of being strong and actually saying, no, this isn't right. We shouldn't be doing this, that and the other. And I think they're basically they're basically showing everyone okay like this is what we're doing and no one seems to care because they're they're being tricked they're being manipulated well yeah and that's also like solidified by um the thought police because like they can't think even if they wanted to they're too scared to think and they have these what are they called the amazon alexa things um oh the telescreens yeah, they have those things like literally in their house watching, watching you them. like 24/7. Yeah, 24/7. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it probably is a lot for them to, you know, try to think maybe this isn't right because we see Winston do it right down with my brother, down with my brother, and then he's like, "Oh, like maybe I shouldn't have done that." At after he does it, um and he had to hide from his what was it called again? That Alexa? Telescreen? The telescreen. He had to hide from it because it's basically... That also leads into the end of the chapter. Um, Like at the very end, he writes a note to... um, what He wrote, He writes a note to past and future people. Like... Yeah. Um, yeah, from different places that don't have double think and that stuff. And, and like he... he after, well, after he writes that, he's like... He like... He says he wrote it because he already knows he's a dead man. Right. So like I I think his perspective at this point is well I'm probably already going to be in trouble for writing down with big brother so I might as well bring like, write big other brother stuff. down with me. Like he's going to yeah. like try and yeah. revolt and stuff. Yeah, and he said like oh if the future's like this no one will listen to me and if the and if it's different, this won't matter. So he's kind of showing that, like, this doesn't matter that I'm writing it. But since I already wrote stuff down, like, maybe I'll, I might as well just, like, write more to the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the next topic is the party propaganda everywhere, which we kind of got into with the slogans. Um, but we can more talk about the eyes this time the big brother is always watching I and for me a show I like to watch is called big brother it's a reality (laughs) show and it's like there's can't it's like these people are living in case you don't know it's like these people are living in a house and there's like cameras everywhere and you like watch them and they do stuff and it's like everyone's watching like they and yeah basically the same thing watching and like there's like an I slogan for it too so I thought that was interesting. They obviously got it from the book, obviously. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a coincidence. And I thought that was very interesting because you see this party propaganda everywhere with Big Brother's always watching, Big Brother's always watching. And then they literally are always watching through the telescreens. And so, yeah, does someone else want to talk about that? Yeah, I just feel like it's like another way to like tell like the citizens like, 
like this like is like dictatorship like i'm dictating you like i'm controlling you like you do what as as i say or you're gonna get killed you're not gonna see your family again and you're gonna be like yeah. erased from history yeah i think it's like just another way of like further putting in their mind like we're we're in charge here you can't think as long as you go with us then you will be good yeah you better obey you better follow the rules like yeah like yeah yeah and i think they're literally changing how they think they're and i'm like at this point like what are these people they're so blinded from what's right actually if i was happening. really in that society i would run i would try Kelsey, anyway. you would they would kill you would be before. i would they, be gold disappear you would I disappear would in the middle of the night now if i try to like, i would run to against... east asia i would run to your <laughs> your asia we would i would oh, east asia whichever one that they're <laughs> not in a war with is where i would go no but they're gonna try they're gonna try and find us they're gonna find a way they're gonna probably attack have no problem. so what i'm confused of what i think something that hasn't been answered yet is what is life like in these other countries what's life yeah, like in right. asia, i was thinking like, what is even real if, like, one like, country, are these like, even real places from like big brother we don't see we don't like they just talk about it they like we've never seen them we've never like seen right. anyone from we possibly might like possibly we don't know like we're only, i need like, i need a map like i the map I, yeah I, like, I'm very interested in that. And I think, because um, what I, if that happened today, people would find ways from like, people from other countries would find ways to um, get information into, um, they would find ways to get information into like these dictatorship countries, I feel like today. Right. And, but I feel like Big Brother, I feel like the party will try and like, control them and be like uh no like this like is the best like country that you can live in like the other countries are so bad like they're gonna try and find a way like for you to like escape because yeah they don't want yeah i mean this has happened like in actual history like this yeah i don't know if it's it's probably happening right now somewhere but yeah in 1984 i feel like they might have like radios did they had tvs in 1984 so I guess they, I feel like maybe they would be able to like get some information, but at the same time, Big Brother and the party controls all the media. Um, right, yeah, just, just like falsify Hitler. It. Yeah. And yeah, so I think through the ministries, they basically have control over every aspect of life. And there's kind of, like, what can you do at that point? Yeah, you're, you're, you're just, just stuck. Like, you're just, you're mindless, you can't do anything, or you're going to disappear in the middle of the night. Right. So. Yeah, Um. okay, so, are there any predictions that anyone has? Any theories on what's going to happen? I think, like, where do you guys think East Asia and Eurasia are? Like, Okay, on, I feel like. like Earth. I feel like East Asia and Eurasia are kind of like um probably like around like Europe like near Russia I think I think it's gonna be like the Asia the continent Asia like because okay are um are these countries because we've only heard of 
East Asia, Eurasia, Oceania. We've heard like we've heard of India and like all these other things that they mentioned. Oh, yeah. But are those separate countries or are those like like regions places, or something? Like regions. Like are our base is in this world, our continents kind of doing the function that countries do in our world. That's, yeah. Like, yeah. are there only a few big countries? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I, okay, my theory is that Oceania is like Europe, except for like Russia and like Poland and like the very east part of Russia yeah. or the very east part of Europe. And I think Eurasia, because some people call like Europe and Asia Eurasia because it's like one big yeah, land Yeah, yeah, it's like one, yeah. So I think that could be like from basically the east part of Europe today to like Asia could be like Eurasia and mm-hmm. then East Asia could be like Africa because it's like east of Asia. That's my theory. Oh, I thought like, <laughs> I was thinking like, because Asia is like a such a big continent I was thinking like they'd split up um Mm -hmm. Asia so like Eurasia would be like the ones by Europe and stuff and then like the like Japan like the ones um like east more east or like do you think like North America is in this no, I'm about to I don't know. I'm about to search up the map. I need to no, don't, 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 don't. I think no, Mr. Long said, I, I think he said we shouldn't search up the map. Okay, let's wait. Okay, um, is there anything that anyone else wants to add for this podcast? Um, I think me, that's me. it. I le- when the is kids that- were like getting mad and upset with their mom because, like, <laughs> they they're were, crazy, hanging, they're- I was like. Girl, why would you want to go to a hanging of like? Oh, I remember oh, yeah. that. Yes, yeah. I was like, I to go to the hanging. Yeah, so <laughs> like, basically, what? the kids they were like, "Oh, I want to go to the hanging. Why won't you let us go to the hanging?" And I'm just <laughs> I'm like, like, "You're a kid." I literally, if I literally asked my mom to go to a hanging, she would literally put me in like, like a mental institution or like do like an intervention. They'll be like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yeah, like they're literally making these kids like adults. Like, <laughs> no, because like, they're, they're afraid them... of their kids. They're afraid that they're gonna like put like if they don't like obey them, then like they're gonna like turn them into the thought police for no apparent reason. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just very, it's smart from the party's perspective because yeah, making everyone their soldiers and spies, but mm-hmm. it's like it's not obviously good from the parents' perspective because, as I said before, they're, like, their kids are not their kids. They're government agents. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so is there anything else anyone has to say? I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think yeah. we did. That was a good so, talk, guys. Yeah, good talk. That was our <laughs> analysis on chapter two and stay tuned for our analysis on the other chapters going up to chapter eight is that right chapter eight yep chapter yeah eight. and we have guest stars along the way yeah yep, got some guests stay tuned be ready and yeah bye bye, bye. bye.